Welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. Before we kick off this podcast, quick shout out to Kent CBD. Now, Kent CBD is the first proper sponsor of the Granite Zero podcast. Not only that, it's fucking top quality shit. So, if you want help with your mental health, your physical health, your sleep, CBD literally does a lot. I take it in drop form for mental health, my depression, anxiety, PTSD, the lot. But I also use the muscle rubs for my ligament pain in my ankles, knees, other joints. Spot on. What I'm going to do for you is 10% off. Put in the promo code GRANITE0 at checkout. 10% off. Fucking welcome. But this episode, I'm joined by two-weight world champion of Cage Warriors, UFC superstar, and two-time guest of the year, Mason the Dragon Jones. Welcome to the Grand Zero Podcast. Check it out. I just end. Oh, he's already done it. I was going to say, I'll just end the call if you offend me. Yeah, I don't think I could ever offend you. I don't think. Too afraid to be doing stuff. Like <laughs> Mason the Dragon Jones, anyway. welcome back to the Granite Zero podcast. It's got to be number four now. He's back on. Must be four or five? It's got to be, he's mate. Back. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's always a pleasure, mate. It's always a pleasure. Back to have more you times in the Fast and Furious films. <laughs> so I'll have to, uh, we'll have to deal with that. There's like a second or two second delay. So uh, you may be a bit weird. That's me being in there uh, on top of the valleys. You're on top of the valleys. I'm in a shed. So we're always going to have some sort of problems. <laughs> to be fair, we need to, we need to schedule one properly face to face. In person. Yeah. Well, if if you're down London way to to watch the UFC in London, you'll have to swing by. Yeah, definitely. I've asked, but I find out tomorrow if I get tickets or not. So we'll oh, fail. probably not. <laughs> probably not. They're going. What are you injured? Yeah. Well, you ain't coming then, pal. Cage <laughs> Warriors don't even include me on any of the posters anymore. They just I I just don't exist anymore. Do you know what? I think there was something that I, I think I might have tagged you in it. Like they, they did like something for all the different champions that are fighting. And I literally just put yeah, the just disrespect on Mason Jones's name is horrendous. How dare you? I know. I, I need to win a few more fights. I've unfollowed them now anyway. My friends, um, no. like, um, so I, I just need to win a few more fights and then uh, 
I'm sure I'll be tagged in a few things on McGregor. Yeah, that's exactly how it is, isn't it? Yeah, well, it makes sense. So, it's all about um, your value and different things. And at the minute, I'm uh, scraping across the bottom. So, I need yeah. to get some wins. To, to be me. fair, you've had, you've had, had some, some wins. You've had some, you had a bit of bad luck, really. Um, I think we, we spoke um, after the loss. Sean, we spoke about this before. There's no yeah. such thing as bad luck. Oh, there is. Only bad decisions. But, all right, yeah, we'll go with that. There was a bad decision. Well, in my opinion, it was a bad decision. The loss was a bad decision, but you've you've seen, <laughs> you've seen it enough times. You're like, well, I'm well pretty sure but the obviously yeah. the the second one. I don't think we spoke about after the second one. I don't think we've done a podcast since the the the, the yeah, event because also the last one was when I shaved my head in the COVID lockdown. Yes, yes, yes. Because we did. We definitely did one after the loss. Because you weren't happy, and you could tell you weren't happy. Not a happy Mason. Not in that in that one. Then there was the eye poke. Now he can fuck off. He was losing that fight anyway. Suitcases, mate. Well, he fucked me after that, didn't he? Because um, I was meant to fight him again in June. No, in October. October. I was meant to fight him in well, September. Oh, yeah, October. I was meant to fight him, and two weeks before the fight, he pulled out with a. A cut to his eye, and the same time he pulled out with a cut to his eye, he was putting up Instagram stories and Instagram posts, live Instagram um, videos, say and selling suitcases, showing photo, like full videos of his face. He was live with no injuries to his eyes at all. Yeah, at all. He just didn't want any of that sauce, mate. He he didn't want any of that my, minor minor blood. <laughs> He, he didn't want none of that. Yeah, I was gonna blind him this time. I was gonna make sure I poked him like properly in the eye. I was gonna blind him like. Well, you you were, <laughs> you were poking him in his whole face with your fist. That's why he didn't want it. He was like, nah, fuck, fuck that. The elbows are the worst. Elbows. Yeah, I mate. split him, and then when we was down, I just literally landed every shot on it. It was just literally like the amount of pain he was in. Um, he, we knew he was dead. It was close to done. And the second round, uh, he started nice and slow, nice controlled, not a rush it because we wanted to make sure that he was clinical. Started applying pressure and then obviously even a slight poke to the eye. And I that was when I made the mistake. Not a poke to the eye, because poke to the eyes, it was obviously it wasn't perfect, it was an accident. But that was I was the one who stepped back and said, Oh shit, I'm sorry, when I should just piled into him because he didn't really click on more that and the ref didn't really see anything. Yeah. It wasn't a major one. Like I did poke in the eye, but it wasn't bad. And um I should have just piled in Dwim and just um the Germany should have left in the ref signs like you meant to do. Yeah. Well, too nice for your own good on that one. Apologizing for uh, what was an accident. Just, but that's something that you do though, isn't it? You make an accident, you say, Oh, sorry, but he's obviously gone, ah, oh, I see. Oh, I'm really injured. Not 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 the fact that you just had your head caved in for almost what, 10 minutes. You say it as soon as it happened. What he was saying was he was saying, <laughs> sorry, but I delay. Yeah, he was saying sure. literally, he was like, it's blurry, I can't see. And the, the ref said to him, take a couple of minutes and see if it comes back. And he was like, no, blurry, blurry, can't see. And when we got back to the med, we'll be... um, like it was a bang on the wall and chanting in and singing. He went home with 37k, I went home with 12. Do you mean there's a big difference? That is a big difference as well. And just fucking madness. But then, but then, obviously, you avenged avenged the uh, the loss and the and the no contest by getting the getting the first W in the UFC. 
that was that was a hard fight to watch as as your as your mucker, mate. mate and that win. That was that was a struggle to watch. Um, hard fight to be in. I um yeah, I just wasn't very well. Um I had flu, um I had an injury to my knee, which since I had surgery on that was um bad. Um I literally think I've I thought I popped the rib, but I think I may have fractured my sternum. Um I need to get scanned. Um because I keep getting pain in my sternum. Um I had flu and then obviously like I said, my knee. So it was just one of them things like I went out, I hit him with um a, shot straight off the cuff um, after like a, obviously a bit of a counter back and forth rocked him started to play pressure and then not even gassed like, I completely emptied out I had nothing left and I remember I was taking him down at one point I was like I had like an arm triangle my coach was go- just going squeeze squeeze and after it he was like mate he was like, what are you doing I was like I just had nothing left the entire, yeah. I couldn't even squeeze I just laid on top of him holding on to him I, just, I was just that rough like but that, that sort of shows the, the mentality that you've got though as well, like you had injuries, you had fucking an illness, but you still walked away with the double. Yeah, that just shows the caliber of skills and, and the level that you're now fighting at as well is fucking unreal. Like most people would have just gone, nah, I've got to drop out, I can't, I can't do this. I'm fucking, yeah, hang, I should have walked away with a finish though. Well, I didn't want to say that, mate, but I would have finished him. But... <laughs> Walked away with a finish though. That's the thing. Is my opportunity to get a big capitalize. So it is what it is. Um, obviously, yeah. I don't know. Do you watch any Bellator fights? I watch a few Bellator really fights. To watch it. I tend to catch them on like uh, on the highlights. Yeah, so do you see the weekends? I saw the highlights. Did you see any of the weekends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My um, one of my main training partners and the boys they with Lightweight Team Alpha Mill, Chris uh, Gonzalez. He had his first fight back after his last loss. Uh, I seen LA and uh, obviously somehow uh, I don't know where it come from through a 30 second head kick KO um, and literally I texted him after the fight and said I did not even know you would get your leg that high <laughs> ridiculous yeah. amazing knockout amazing knockout but I genuinely didn't even know you could throw a kick. Didn't, didn't even know you could throw a kick like fucking madness not that high Sorry, my line's really bad. Yeah, I, not that high. Like, um, it was it was clean. I uh, caught him, folded him up, hit him with good shots. And, uh, yeah, it was good finish and nice way to get back in the win column for him. That was what I should have done, though. Nice little seven knockout, nor a 15-minute um, fight with yeah, do you, um, um, secondary burns on my knees. Oh, you know. Is that from the, from the mat? Shit. Like sandpaper the canvases in the UFC really yeah. grippy, but um, shredded my knees. I had secondary burns. Uh, the flight dome was horrendous. <laughs> oh, I bet it fucking was. Shit. Did, did you fly? Did you fly hours, back right, in? So sixteen did, hours, we knees bent. Yeah, I was going to say, did you fly back in style or not, or was it bog standard economy with your knees up by your ears? Um. Because of the restrictions on travel, we had to fly from Vegas to Chicago and then Chicago back. So it was like 16 hours altogether, 10 hours from Chicago. And it was like three or four hours to Chicago. And then obviously with the other, like all the messing around and like waiting to take off and different things, about 16 hours of traveling. Fucking hell. Just to get to London and then four hours, oh, two hours home. That's probably what did you need, mate. <laughs> The non-leg room is what did you need? 
nah, mate. My knee's been knackered for a while. My knee's yeah. been knackered for a while. It was one of them things like I needed to get it done. And then um, after the fight, we come back and um, I scans. And there was minor damage. Well, there was damage to where I ended up having surgery on, but nothing super bad. Enough that because um, I had a blood supply, I could get uh, recovered by physio. And then um, uh, I went for Sunday lunch, sat down, was eating food, finished my food, went to get up from the table. And as I turned to get up, my knee slipped out and won't go back in for six hours. So um, I was calling my physio, saying, look, I'm going to A&E. And she was like, don't go to A&E because they will damage it, forcing it back in. So I ended up going home, um, like trying to get back in, trying to get it back in. It won't go back in. And in the end, um, after six hours of pain, I got the bath. And she said, try the bath. And as I went to push out, it just slipped straight back in. So um, we went to see the, phys- the my surgeon um, the Monday after that. And he literally just said, look, we're going to open you up and check. And when they opened me up, they found a big split. So um, that had to be stitched up, um, luckily. So we'd sit and, uh, yeah, I'm back on the mend. Uh, 23rd of where I went under the needle, under, well, under the knife. And then um, uh, back on recovery now. I should be back training um, soon, pretty soon. Yeah. So that that's a that's a a huge in in terms of like fighting, obviously that that's a huge setback, especially knees. Like, like do your knees in? It's fucking horrendous. Obviously, you need them for everything. <laughs> Takedowns, fucking jujitsu, judo, yeah. kicking, even boxing. Yeah. You, you use your legs to fucking throw punches, kicks, punching, boxing. Yeah, generally from the legs. But um, no, like to be fair, I've been quite lucky with it because um, as long as I recover it well, um, what I've done is probably the best case scenario for an injury of what I, what I did. Um, so I'm quite happy with with the end result so far. So um, I've still got a knee brace on, uh, as yeah. you can see. If I get up there, this week now. I know, so you do my head in. Um, but I've just been gradually easing off it more. Um, I actually had to go pick my girlfriend up last night and then uh, like super early in the morning she went out. And uh, I got out of bed, didn't have my brace on, done the card, rolled the picker up, I picked her up. She was like, have you, got, have you not got your brace on? I was like, oh, no, I didn't. So show's been recovering that, that I didn't notice they'd never on. So a bit dangerous. Uh, my yeah. sister's not going to watch this, so at least she won't shout at me, but uh, <laughs> show's is healing. Yeah, exactly. It's one, it's one of those, uh, especially with any sort of injury that you're going through physio, you, you don't want to rush it, but also you sort of start itching to do more. It's like, well, I feel good now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Um, I, I had it when I went through my rehab with my ankles. So, um, basically, I had like zero ligaments in my ankles. So it, when I went for my physio, they were like, "How many parachute jumps you done?" I was like, "I haven't done any." They were like, "Well, what the fuck have you done to your ankles?" Nothing we can do. <laughs> it's like literally, like my missus finds it hilarious. I'll be walking down down the fucking road, and I'll just roll my ankle for no reason. And she's like, "What the fuck's the matter with you?" It's like, oh, "Don't worry, I'll be all right." Just But I, I remember, I remember just yeah. like going through the rehab, put doing all the band work. Up, carry on. I was fucking bored. I was like, "I'm not. I don't want to do this. This is boring." Mm. So I, I would, I like self fucking diagnosed myself. I was like, oh, "I'm better now, so it's fine." Went to the physio. Was like, "Yeah, I'm all right. Look, I can jump and everything." Stupidest mistake I've ever done, really, because. You know, I could I could have got a fucking payout and all sorts with the with the fucking state of these ankles. No, my physio is quite good in the in the aspect that she, she helps me push, so um she doesn't sort of restrain me too much. Like yeah. she gives me more work exercise to do and sort of helps build me up. She knows that I can't really be restrained from that thing. So like while I've been off, she's like go and do the hand bike and these exercises. Do we ask the C coach? 
this is what you can do, like these when you're in free time. If you're still not too tired, like if you've still got energy, do these until you can't walk. So I've been like smashing out as much as I can, but I've just been putting weight on and got a little bit fat. So um uh Mad likes to wind me up. Like I was playing PlayStation earlier against the body school. So I got a bit of free time now. So I've been uh, playing a little bit of PlayStation. Yeah. And uh, I've sat against the sofa, uh, the chair playing, and she just taking photos of me. And my dad was like, no teacher, I'm just <laughs> see my roles. Um, which obviously you sat down and seat music. You're gonna have a bit of a roll, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, mate. Just, I, well, that's my excuse. Me, and then anyway. like, come on, like <laughs> disrespect. <laughs> my missus, bro, she took. I was round uh, one of me, one of me pals' house, and we were looking after his kid, and um, he jumped up and was like, "Give me a hug." So she was like, "Oh, that's yeah. a cute one. I'll take a photo of that." She took a photo of it. She sent it to me, and I went, "That doesn't even look like me. That looks like I've eaten myself. What the fuck?" I need to go and fucking sort this out. <laughs> oh, like what has happened here? Right, that's it. It's Christmas, man. You're allowed to look like a bear. Yeah, exactly. A bit, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's all good, though. It's all good. It's winter, man. Winter, oh, no, I know. I need, I need the... Uh, yeah, you need the padding, So Wait, wait till summer. So, so what's going on now then? With um, so obviously exactly, you're injured. exactly. Obviously you're injured. You've got you can't be in the gym doing all what you want to be doing. The the fucking hard work to get yourself fight ready and all that. Now, those that listen to the show know that you're a bit of an, an adrenaline junkie. You like like parachuting, like things like that. Like that. Yeah. So what so what are you doing to keep yourself fucking busy? Apart from playing X or PlayStation or whatever. Or is it literally just PlayStation and ice cream? <laughs> Mate, I less the ice cream, but um, PlayStation reading. Um, I've been able to do a couple of walks now, but um, yeah, I haven't really been able to do anything. I actually, um, uh, I unofficially because I'm not actually allowed to do it, but I um, took, took a couple of cars for a spin this week, so did a little bit of stupid shit like that. But um, Oh, yeah, I haven't been able to do anything. Obviously, I can't skydive because my knee. Um, and yeah. skydiving at the moment is one of the things. I, I haven't actually been back um, in, in a while just because of everything that's been going on. And my, my jump centre, uh, they closed. So I need to find a new jump site and obviously get a refreshing. It's been like three years now since I last jumped, which is crazy. Um, but it's yeah. crazy how quick time goes. It um, does. But yeah, it's, it's just like, I've been quite boring. I'm not like snowboard. Um, I I keep meaning to get a motorbike, and then I've had bills and different things to pay off, and tax and different things, and la la adult things are boring. Yeah, um, yeah. I had to buy a car in the states and different things, and like I'm gradually moving out to the states. So uh, I think what I have to do is um, I need to buy a bike year and get a bit more experience, and then uh, yeah, get my um, my license transferred over to the US. Yeah, drive a bike. That's got to affect you quite a bit. So obviously. You're a fucking physical. You're a physical specimen, mate. You're an elite fucking fighter. You like doing these bits. Okay, a, bit like, a bit like fucking cowboy. He likes doing his adrenaline <laughs> stuff. But once you get like a, a major injury, like you've got, it's got to really fucking play with your mind a little bit. Especially like we've had fucking COVID. We had a pandemic. Yeah, I should say the mental aspect of it is the worst because obviously physically. Physically, more than anything else, obviously, you, you always know you can get back to where you were. And like, yeah, I'm yeah. still training a little bits now and I'm still picking it up. And like, I know I can get back where I was. But when it first happened, you just get a, it's just a bit of a depression. You know what I mean, you get a bit of a slump. Like, I don't like to use the word depression at all because obviously I had this 
like experienced obviously well they have experience and I, I like I've said this before I don't think I've ever been in that point yet where I can actually say I've experienced depression yeah, I've always yeah. been quite lucky on that side of things but um, obviously I, I have hit, hit a couple of lows um, to do this and then um, obviously my dad deal with a lot of shit like a um, couple of days where like I've woken up I just said to her, I said, look, today's not a day. Um, not so much in real like I don't know I just get super aggressive and like I just try and be nice, but I genuinely just have that feeling just biting nail and nailing off. And that's why I've always been like such a kid. If I can't train, if I can't burn off energy, yeah, yeah. I just get super aggressive. Like I'll get a, I'll be sat there with just shaking, just the shakes because you're just super aggressive. And um, that's why I like reading a lot, because I can just read and I just sort of like try and get rid of the day and sleep and just sort of try and go until it goes and at least now I can get my training. I've sort of been able to run, ground myself a little bit more because I can do a little bit and I can do a little bit of walking and yeah, yeah. things. I walk a couple of miles and um, different things. So I'm starting to get back to it. But um, yeah. I've had to wear shorts everywhere because it's a fucking knee brace. If you wear it over trousers, it slips down. <laughs> so um, I just been wearing shorts everywhere looking like a right there, though. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that, mate. Genuine. Like everything you've just said then is is like. It's it's a difficult state to be in when you're when you're feeling low like that, and especially when you've got like like you've yeah. got mad with you, and you're like, well, I'm having a fucking shit day. You're like, can you just like leave me alone for a bit? I'm, I'm having a shit day. I need to be need to do my own thing, and I can't do my own thing because I'm fucking injured. And it's one of those things that's gonna like really niggle you. And it's good that you've. Like, Mad always phrases it well. She always says that. Yeah, carry on, carry on. Oh, sorry, mate. It was delay again. Sorry, I come up. No, nah, you're good. You're all good. You said Mad's, mad's um, a way of saying it's it. fucking delay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mad always says it. Yeah, she always says it the same way, which is it always feels like when she's down, um, the world always finds a way to kick her. And uh, yeah, it's quite yeah. depressing thing to say. But then, um, obviously, uh, that's how I always know. Like, I use her as <laughs> reference. In certain things, because yeah. I always know, like, um, like I, I've never, I've never actually suffered with it because obviously I understand from. Oh, the reason why I'm feeling down. I know the reason why. I keep pushing forwards and look, look somewhere, and then that's what helps me get, get out of this slump. Whereas here, there's no trigger. There's no reason. She just feels terrible. And then yeah, obviously yeah. for her, there's no way up because how would you feel better when there's no reason why you're feeling terrible? Yeah, I remember we talked about this before because obviously yeah, we have, we have. your experience is a different thing. And... Yeah, yeah. But what one thing I'm going to give you fucking props for is the fact that you understand it and you also have said to Mad, like straight away, I'm having a fucking shit day. That is fucking, that is spot on. It's, it's as though that you... You've got control yeah. over your head. Like most people that suffer with depression or anxiety and things like that, they don't have that sort of control. They'll just spiral into a negative fucking downfall. You're like, no, I'm fucking feeling shit. I'm going to yeah. try and go for a walk. I'm going to read a book. And it's fucking spot on, mate, mate. Genuine. Try and do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like with me, like sometimes I, I, I do have you on, on my toes. It's just like sometimes I'll turn around and um, she'll be making a noise and I have to check on her and she's just sat there crying. And then um, yeah. we've had a good day and I'll just be like, look, um, I, and then before I used to be like, oh, look, what's happened? What, like, what's going on? I never could understand it. Now I just give her a hug and I just say, look, it's, it's, it's going to be okay. Like, yeah, and you, yeah. sort of, you just get used to it, um, which sounds harsh. Um, but do you know what I mean? Like, you just, you just got to be aware of it because, like I said, it's, it, 
it's one of the things like I've always said this, I've said this to you multiple times. The most the strongest people I've ever met is people who struggle the most. The most intelligent people are usually yeah, ones yeah. who are the most inner demons. And like you never know who's fighting more war, and you never know who's dealing with war. And uh, yeah, like I said, it's just um just there's a lot of stuff people deal with, and it's just um I'm just like I said, in a sick sort of way, I'm just happy that I don't have to deal with that. Um yeah, yeah. And I see other people the way they deal with it is just it's something that I don't think I I could have I I can handle. I can handle. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But it's good that you've um you've sort of got the grip on it. That that's always a fucking that's always a plus. That's always a plus, my man. But you know, things may change. Who knows? Who knows? Tell you what, though, one thing I will knows, bring up. Yeah. One thing I will bring up as a, as a as a I'm going to steal this from the fire and the kid as a current event. Don't know if you've seen today on on fucking line or anything. If you've been online about the uh, Manchester United, I know where she's going about about the Manchester United football player, and it's like you were saying that when you when you're yeah. going on a on a downward one, then you're fucking you starting to feel aggressive. I mean, you'd never think to fucking take it out on the missus, would you? That's fucking hor- horrific, mate. No, but then. That's character. Yeah, like, I, I obviously don't want to say too much about that because, obviously, people have their own things. But uh, yeah, yeah, I just... The thing I found sick and annoying is the amount of people who's tried to sort of um, give reasoning behind it and said, oh, yeah, well, like, some people said, oh, you could be dealing with this, you could be dealing with that. It's like, well, at the end, the end of the day, the, 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 there's a white line. And then mm. um, it doesn't matter what's happened, doesn't matter how bad things are with you, how bad everything's happening. Like, there's that white line and you don't... I don't understand anyone rational would want to go near it. Um, like yeah, exactly. for me, like I love my missus to death, and the fact that then if I had a thought about putting my hands on it, that would that would make me so so upset with myself. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to deal with that because like I literally, mate, I said exactly the same thing. Rational to, to, to hurt the one person you love more than anything else. Yeah, definitely. I said exactly the same thing. So my missus picked me up from work, and we were driving back, and I, I looked, I looked at her, and I went, I could never do that to you. I went. We have little play fights and that, and she always says, "Oh, you're you you've been a bit rough there." And I'm like, "Oh, sorry." It's like, yeah, it's only because you just don't know your own strength when you're doing things. I was like, "Yeah, well, I'm not doing it on purpose." I went, "I'd never mm. fucking full on pelt you in the face or anything." But th- the main thing that I took from it, because yeah, you don't know the circumstances, like in in fact, with in in terms of the domestic abuse. Not that I'm fucking saying he's in the right or wrong or whatever. It's the it's the fucking audio clip that they've got where he's forcing himself on her. Like, it's like, dude, that it doesn't matter if that's your missing. Mate, I guarantee right. you now, right? I, yeah, that's exactly that's exactly. But I guarantee you that if that goes to court, that that um, audio file will be thrown out as in yeah. inconclusive. They won't be able to use it. Yeah, which is sickening in itself, but. It, fucking hell, mate. Yeah, it's well, like, it's the thing, it's like money now. It is, mate. It is. It is. And uh, I saw a, um, a, a a response from her dad. And it and I was reading it, I can't I can't remember it word for word, but it was like as though he was sticking up for for Mason. Not you, Mason, fucking football player Mason. Um and I was reading it and I was like, well, if that green was my word, daughter, just threw my head in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, if that was my daughter, like, and I knew someone had done that to one of my girls, I would, I, do you know what? I don't even know what I would do, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be legal. 
no chance. Exactly, exactly. So, no um, I could say yes because I'm not going to give any details. I didn't actually know the girl's name or anything. Um, I sat for a tattoo the other day, and um, in the room while I was getting tattooed, there was another girl getting tattooed, and um, it's weird actually, and because uh, this was long ago, and uh, obviously I don't, I normally like me and James, we've known each other for that long now. My tattooist, that when he tattoos me, we talk a little bit, but a lot of time I'll switch off and agree, and he just focuses, we listen to music and just chill out and um, like just relax. I mean, and um, uh, in the other chair in the same room, there was some girl getting tattooed. And I, I, I don't know who the girl is, that's why I'm happy saying the story because I've never, never met her before and I yeah, yeah. know who she was. She was getting tattooed, and um, uh, like, in, so we just like I was reading and listening to music, and you just heard in my peripheral, and uh, it was just like, oh, yeah. And obviously, it's the first time uh, my mom's met him since he me up. And I just literally just looked at my tattooist and the tattoo stuff to me. And she was like, obviously, it was like really uncomfortable. I like, got to that point where, because my man was so like uh, horrible to him that um, you know, I, I had to leave. And I like, like, obviously, because she has right to be like that, but obviously, it's my life. And if um, like, he, um, she doesn't know the full details of what happened, and uh, we're, we're past it now, and I love him so much. And if, I'm just like, like, how can you be with someone? Because like, to, to, yeah. to be with someone, in, in my eyes, like, obviously, again, I'm, bias in this opinion but to be with someone like you have to fully love them um and you have to be able to fully trust them and how can you trust someone who's happy to inflict harm on you yeah exactly to, to have your well-being as their first priority like it, all i see all i see now is is someone who's selfish to the point where their interest is always about everything else like you go back to the greenwood thing where obviously he's wanted sex she didn't and rather than having that conversation about it where just obviously she wants she doesn't want sex i mean there's no sex happening he's forcing it and from a selfish point of view he's just in, inflicting what he wants and like how this clearly only his interest he has no capability to understand her feelings so I understand her well-being like he's just obviously out for himself and like yeah. that's not a partner that's not someone who's this is not love and it's just toxic and I've never really understood relationships like that nah definitely not mate and it's as though it's as though he's like that entitled now because he plays for such a world fucking class football team he's all on all this money he's like well if I want it I'm going to have it it's like it doesn't work like that get in the fucking real world you can't I know, it just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make, it doesn't any make sense, sense at all. And like, but, well, this is the thing as well. It's like, um, you go back to it as well. There's, there's always this thing where, um, at the end, end of the day, like, I, 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 I just don't know. It's just, it's just stupid. Like, at the end of the day, if, if you're not happy with someone or if you're not getting all well, like, just do the right thing and yeah. leave. And just um, leave. Do you know I mean? Like, if it's getting to the point where it's getting really conflicting and stuff, then yeah. just leave. Because like then they it's, it's never gonna it's never gonna end up well. Yeah. Well, my uh, well, well she, she probably won't like me for fucking bringing up, but uh, before me, my missus ex boyfriend was a uh, he fucking was horrible to her. Used to beat her up and yeah. things like that. Fucking pretty. If I ever fucking met him, I'd give him a fucking swift right to the fucking face. But no. yeah. But let's line it up a little bit because that was a bit fucking dark, wasn't deep. it? That was so, deep. You, you were talking about getting some new ink. Which I saw you being a wimp on a, on your Instagram. It's not done yet. Yeah, it's not done. So um, they've only done the bottom part now. So um, we've done more. And so we've got loads more to do on the face. And then um, we've got all the way up to my neck. You know, it'll be good when it's done. So He's a really good tattooer. It's fucking just, good, mate. I hate um, I hate our finished tattoos. Yeah. Like, um, someone asked me about it. It was like, oh, it looks nice. I was like, no, nah, it looks shit. I hate it when it's unfinished. It was like, yeah. um, until it's finished, it was like, I'm not. 
Yeah, it's sort it won't of be happy just, until it's fucking like, complete. Oh, what's it going to be like when it's done? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Any meaning behind this one? Because obviously you've got a few. Well, um, this they, they all means. I mean, so this one's a half dead Ronan. So obviously Ronan is a master samurai. So basically, just means obviously um, uh, master CD die sort of thing. Um, it just means basically, like I said, you know I mean that um, you suit yourself. Um, don't bow to anyone. Um, I I do like the philosophy behind it. Obviously, um, samurai were a bit nuts with the old fact if um, if you're slightly they kill themselves. But um, apart from that, I do believe in the like the honor, the respect, things, and the whole bushido yeah. mentality. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it sort of links in with all the martial arts stuff, anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, you just got to figure out why I'm going to do it inside my arm now. This is going to be a big gap because this will obviously come down to you. Um, even if he comes around a little bit this way, there's still going to be a big, big gap here. Um, a lovely space for granite zero to be so. um, mate, 100%. Just in block, capitals. <laughs> Time's New Roman, mate. <laughs> Time's New Roman, that's sorry. Look, weird art, isn't it? Weird art. In schools, do you have to... Yeah. Uh, you're a lot older than me, you know. I used to get that that weird art in schools. Yes, weird art, mate, was the, was the way forward. I used to do it throughout yeah. all the fucking college... Stuff. How old are you now? What are you? 33? 34? 34, mate. 35 in uh, March. 35 in March. Getting old, mate. You're not that much older than me because I'm 26 now, 27. So it's like eight years older than me. Yeah. It's just a number, mate. It's just a number. <laughs> I back it 100%. I back it 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> my mum's um, my, my Um, She's in her 90s now. And... Um, she literally will not be restrained. She's like, we're walking all the time. Um, she's just had to give up her job. And her job was looking after the oldies, as she used to say. She used to make tea and coffees yeah. for um, some of the OAPs. And they were all younger than her. Fuck. And she was rushing around making coffees. Mate, d- different breed, mate. Things. Different breed. So different um, breed. I, I actually, I actually just got off the phone to my, uh, my old man before I um, uh, gave you the call. Old Tomo. Big Tomo, yeah. And um, he was like, oh, by the way, you're a... Your nan's not doing too good. I was like, all right, bear in mind, my nan's now 90, I want to say 95, something like that, 94 maybe. She's um she's had bone cancer for the last five years. So when she originally got diagnosed with it, they told her that what she had... Three... she had it for five years? Yeah, exactly. So when, when, she, first, when, she, <laughs> when she got first diagnosed, mate, they told her that she had... Uh, she's a freak of nature. But take her blood... And we'll find out there's the cure to cancer or something is in inside her. <laughs> they told her she had three weeks to live. Beast. Absolute beast. Three weeks to live. This was five years ago. Right. <laughs> and only just now, she she my dad phoned her out the other day, and only just now she went, Oh, I'm I'm starting to hurt now when I get up. <laughs> what? <laughs> only just now, look at hey, there's the that's, that's ridiculous. I know. Nah, no, that is just ridiculous. Here, but it is it's set like she never complains about any aches or pains, anything like that. The only reason why she went to the got found out was because she fell down the stairs and yeah. shattered her pelvis. That was the only reason why they found it. And <clears throat> ironically, she was only really ill when they first said that she had the three weeks to live. She was only ill when they were giving her all these painkillers and, and, and all the other stuff. Well, she was too old for oh, the really? chemo, we think. She refused to have any other treatments. So didn't have the chemo, didn't have any other yeah, treatments. Seems like, Five years. I don't, I don't, I don't think, uh, obviously I, I know um, this is something that can be taken the wrong way and I don't mean anything, but I, I, I don't think I'd ever have chemo. 
Um, it's one of them things, obviously, I know that it's different when they literally tell you if you have it or you're going to die. But I just think yeah. it's one of them things where um, I just think it just not so much, it may extend your life, but it, it doesn't sort of, doesn't do it any pain. You're always sick and you're always got to deal with. Yeah. But obviously it's different if, if they know you can recover. But obviously, um, so there's a story I shared on my Instagram um, this week is uh, a boy. Um, I didn't realize he lived so close to me. I actually read the article before his cousin reached out and got in contact with me. Um, and uh, he's a 19 year old boy and he's just been given a uh, terminal cancer diagnosis. 19. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did say um, yeah. yeah, rather than um, sort of like just sit down and think, oh, do you know what I mean? My, like my life is in pieces, do you know what I mean? Which most people would do because, like, a handling a death sentence. And then at 19 is something because it is what it is. Been, he's been given a death sentence at 19, um, is something you can't deal with. Instead of doing that, there was a boy on his cancer ward, um, who was just turned six, um, six years of age, and um, he uh, he's going through something that he did the first time before. Obviously, he might go over his first cancer, the second one that caught him, but then going through his first case and to get treatment, they needed to pay for this private health care, so um, he uh. Went, went to his bank, got a thousand, got literally all the money I'd left, which was like a thousand pounds. Um, I obviously 19, I don't think I had a grand in my bank. No, definitely not. <laughs> He's done well um, there. <laughs> He's done well there and uh, donated that to the family. And then when he did that, he said, look, I, I need, I, I want to do more. So um, he decided to do like a just give thing. And I'm sure they're up to, um, they're over, they, last time I looked, they were over 50K. Um, I did message the boys in town, do some videos. And one of them did, Slava. Um, the rest of them said they'd get to me, so I'm going to have to chase them up again now. Yeah, they never yeah. got back to me again. Um, so I'll have to chase them up. But um, yeah, mate, uh, it's just, I mean, the fact that you can go through stuff like that and manage to deal with it is just, that is, like, I mean, that is... It's unbelievably selfless as well. It's, it's, it's amazing. What certain people, this is, it's only, it's only like a handful of people that would probably do that. Like, Instead of thinking of himself, Mate, I always told my missus. I always told my missus if I ever had a cancer diagnosis that was terminal, um, I would literally just disappear, and you could probably find me in Thailand doing a lot of cocaine and a lot, and a lot of hookers and just, a lot of lady boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Try everything at all. <laughs> uh, just a little, just a little statement there. I've never actually done. Um, cocaine all lady good. boys he's um, never done so lady boys either things. all lady boys yeah either, either, either <laughs> one. so um, yeah it just went in but uh, we always joke about it but then like you think about it like it is quite depressing but what would you do if you give given a terminal diagnosis because exactly. like, for me I, I would want to sit home and, and wilt away in front of my family nah. it's like obviously for you you just it's one of the things you could deal with because at the end of the day you have got no choice to deal with it but everyone else around you they have to deal with an impossibility and it affects them so much. So I think I'd prefer to just be missing. And there was a question behind it. Maybe tell yeah. someone so that someone does know, so they can sort of like tell yeah, them, yeah. Like, sort of tell me not coming back. But um, yeah, I, I know. I just don't think I'd want to stay, sit in front of my family a world away. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd want to do that. Mad. It's, it's a, um, all the rest one of those of decisions that you never want to never want to make. After me, with yeah. And this lad is doing it at nineteen, and he's helping a lad that's and taking a hero's sick. way out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like. Like for, for me, I said this before, I, I definitely take the coward's way. I mean, I disappear in, 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 in the abyss and obviously doing, but he's literally standing his ground and doing what he thinks is right and helping save another kid. And that's, do you know what I mean? That's more than you could ask of any, any person. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's his last, like, hurrah, and he's decided instead of doing loads of lady boys and cocaine, he's going to help a six-year-old, you know what I mean? Yeah, fucking hell. Some, some people are just fucking built different, aren't they? 
You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Definitely. It's like, it's like, it's like when people decide to like, we'll, we'll, we'll take Matt, for example, uh, at Tidy Butt. You know, he's, he, yeah. he, made the, he made the decision to create a fucking, uh, an amazing charity. Like, he's not a big fucking name, well. but he's Full doing well. fucking superb. He's, he's mm. fucking really helping loads and loads of people. And it's like, if more, more take that more opportunity. People. I'm going to take that opportunity. Do <laughs> so it. Tidy Butt is a mental health charity. Um, obviously, me and you have spoken about it multiple times. So for anyone who hasn't seen or heard about it before, um, if you are feeling down or anything, um, uh, Tidy Butt is there. Um, you can find them on Instagram. Uh, they're doing a lot of things in local areas, but Matthew's um, always there. If you need to reach out and speak to someone, he's helped. He's actually helped a lot of people during the um, in well the last couple of weeks and the last couple of months during the well. The, how long has COVID been going on for now? Last two years, um, two years, mate. Yeah. Just because um, mind and different other mental health charities are obviously. Um, overloaded with different things um, and there's quite a lot of big weights for it um, so he said like you've had people get in touch who said they fucking mind and I had to wait like being told they'd have to wait like 16 weeks even after telling them they're close to uh, finishing yeah, it yeah. so um, he's, he's been reaching and doing what he can so if you are in, in a place where you are struggling um, obviously tidy bits there and then obviously get in touch drop me a message um, I know you're there as well uh, same yeah. as me and I won't understand um, but I will be there to listen. So, uh, yeah, please drop me a message and if yeah. you are struggling. And sometimes that's all you need. You know what I mean? And I, I spoke to Reese la- last week. Uh, yeah. Reese Thomas, he, he was a fucking yeah. incredible guest as well. He's been through some shit. But, yeah, we, I spoke to Matt before as well. And, and, I, and I sort of made a, a point the other day on one of my posts that I put out about these bigger charities. And it's like, it's, it's as though... Yes, I'm sure they are overrun with requests and things like that. But also, you're a massive charity. You've got loads of employees. I'm sure you can deal with more and more instead of putting people on waiting lists that could it eventually like not happen because they might spiral into fucking God knows where. You know what I mean? And I've, I've found doctors that... Doctors are the same. The doctors I, I, are the same. I had it, mate. I had on, it. Sorry. When I went uh, through uh, my beginning phase of uh, going to the doctors and whatnot, I reached out to a, a number of military charities and the likes of Mind. And they were like, oh, we'll send a caseworker. And I was like, okay. I'm still waiting to see this caseworker. And it's been like five years. It's like, so I'll do, I'll do it myself then. You know what I mean? Um, it's as though they're, they're more... <laughs> They're more inclined to deal with um, the fundraising side, so it makes them more money than they, they are of actually helping people. Mate, the doctors are the same, right? The hospitals are the same. Like, I understand, obviously, they're struggling with stuff, but, like, the local GPs at the moment, um, especially, I'm going to use my GP as an example. Um, I know the out of anyone struggles as well, but mine's the worst thing ever. Do you have anything wrong? So I had a shoot, shooting pain in my balls um, during my last fight camp. Um, in the actual camp, and it was occurred more than once. So um, coming back, I spoke to my doctor. Look, I'm gonna go get checked out. I go, I guess my other things checked out anyway because I had to go see a doctor to get approval to get my knee scanned, yeah. so the UFC could pay for it all. So I was like, oh, I'll ask him to check as well. So I went to see him. I said, look, this is this. Oh, you have to wait 14 days. So in the end, I was like, I can't wait that long for my knee. Um, 
So I, I said, yeah, that's perfect. I'll wait and see. And I went to see my physio and she ended up referring me to my knee. So then it came close to the date. So I went to see him and said, look, I'm waiting all this time. Like, do I, like, I'm waiting. I need to get checked. He said, look, stay there. We'll make sure someone speaks to you. So I waited the 14 days. I had um, a call um, the same time I was in physio. They called once when I was in physio. And that was it. That was my appointment I missed. They had, I would have to call back up and wait another 14 days. And like, there's a girl in my area now. Um, I seen it. I say my area. It's more Murph away. And uh, she's 23. Uh, I believe she's 23. She's between 21 and 23. I'm sure she's 23. And she's just had a, a breast cancer terminal diagnosis. And while I was, she went to the doctors at the start of COVID with a lump in her breast. And uh, he told her that she's too young to have breast cancer. And it was by name. And then if it got bigger, come back. So it got bigger. So she went back and she said, look, because there's only one lump where it, it, there's no... So she had another time she waited to see him. Um, it spread. Um, there's a big story. In the I was being called back up because um, the, the courts at the moment have, um, have said that it was um, incompetence, the reason that she died, which was Skylar, who is some, um, from the local same town as me. Um, I, yeah. I know her dad quite well. I know her, her uncles and her cousins. Um, she actually died at six years old. Um, because she died from sepsis. Um, she went to septic shock and died because they kept you know um as having uh, like a, something uh, some type of rash uh, in the end that she died from septic shock. So yeah, I think it was again like I understand everything's underfunded and overcrowded and different things. And yeah, COVID yeah. they need to do restrictions and weights and different things. And everyone's working from home remotely. But surely if you're working from home remotely and it's a call, surely you can make Enough yeah. calls that you're not waiting 14 days for a doctor's appointment just to speak to a doctor. Yeah, well, yeah. we we had it, so we had a bit of a scare. So the missus found a lump. It was under under her armpit near a near a breast, and obviously that can happen with like cancerous breast cancer. Of course. Go under your thing. So she was flapping as she would because she's found a lump. Hmm. But pre sorry, previously to that we had had a booster jabs. So that is a side effect yeah. you can get. Um, is it lymph nodes? I think something like that. Anyway, lymph nodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so she she was flapping anyway. So she's phoned up the doctor. I need to book a an appointment to get a checkup because I found a lump. And they were like, it's a similar sort of thing. How old are you? She's like, oh, I'm 33, 32. Oh shit, 32. And she was like, oh well, we can't do a mammogram because you're too young for a mammogram. We don't do that sort of thing. It's like, hang on. I'm sure anybody could get fucking breast cancer. I'm sure. But luckily for us, my one of my close mates, um, Chris from back home, his wife is a is a doctor, like a proper doctor. I do this all the time. I wind him up. So he's 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 a doctor. He's a he's got a PhD, but in fucking I don't know politics or something, something shit. And uh, so I say, your missus is a proper doctor. You're just a pretend one, mate. So if I'm gonna get some medical advice, I'm gonna ask your missus. Is that all right? <laughs> but yeah, she um she said um just. It, it it may go. It could be lymph nodes, or it could be keep an eye on it. And that that just like gave us some ease. Like when we phoned up the doctor, all the surgery, they just like were trying to palm her off. It's like fucking hell. And me being me, I'm like fucking yeah. raging bull. I'm like, well, I'll go. I just get aggressive. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So I I don't think I no I don't think I've seen you since. So I, um when I last spoke, did I tell you my other tonsils removed. 
No, so um, Mad was getting this thing um, called, well, you'll you know, I don't know why I'm saying this thing called, uh, she kept getting Quincy's. So um, Quincy's is where your throat, um, like your throat swells closed. Yeah. Um, so it happened when she was younger, I've been in Nottingham, um, and she had to come back on it. They literally, she, they had to rush her through because her throat closed up that much that um, they were going to order emergency surgery. And they put a drip in her arm, and luckily she reacted very well to the anagolics, and her throat went down, so they didn't need to operate, but they were going to lance her throat open. Um, so it, it would have been quite bad. So um, she had a, another one around with me, so we went to Neville, the Neville Hospital. And um, this was, God, was this before COVID or in COVID or one of the, after, I don't know, one of them. Um, we went there, and um, I think must be, I don't know. But we, we went there, and uh, there was... Uh, a wait for a and e as as, as um, we was waiting for um, the a and e doctors uh to see her and uh, obviously people would come in like kids would jump the queue and i remember one time um uh some kid came in here the, the nurse opening the door to let him back out saying no like it's just a rash please go see your local gp different things like you don't need to bring him here for a bit of temperature and rash and it was like obviously understandable things and then um the police brought someone in who was drunk and she had to see him, so she was really irritated when Mad went in. And Mad wouldn't let Mad no man went in, wouldn't let me come in because they know I'm I'd literally just jump straight away the demands um be like, look, no, this needs to be dealt with. And I like to make sure that people know that like I'm not just gonna sit there and take it. Whereas yeah. Mad's mom is they're both super intelligent, but they're both quite um, relaxed in that area. Mad obviously been a nurse before um, for a year, um, going to nurse nursing school, nursing school, wherever it is, university nursing. A year and a half. Anyway, so she went in, um, said, look, I've got history of Quincy's, my throat's swelling closed. Obviously, a man was speaking because her throat was swelling closed. Um, okay. She got history with Quincy's, um, her throat's swelling closed. And if you open your mouth, you can see how swollen their tonsils and their throat is at the back. Um, last time this happened, she had one thing, blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah, no problem. Yeah, we'll, um, we're really busy, but if someone can see what they will, brush this straight back out. So we sat there now, um, we sat there for another hour and a half, the throat was swelling closed even more to the point where, um, it, well, she was having problems breathing, but you could hear her breathing, do you know what I mean? She sat yeah, I know what you mean. Like a dog. Um, <laughs> the dog we got, I mean, you could start, you're going you're to breathe. So I was getting irritated and like, look, I'm going to kick off. And all of a sudden, then the dog came out because they got quiet and called us in. So um, I stayed outside, mad went in. And then uh, about another 40, 50 minutes, they come back out. And um, what happened is they'd taken her in, they put straight on an antibiotic trip again. And uh uh, waited an hour for her throat to start swelling down, then give her a course on antibiotics and kicked her out, or however long they was in there. They wouldn't have been that long, like an hour or two hours. So um, when she came out, what he basically said was um, the triage nurse had put her down as having uh, a sore throat. Yeah. So considering her throat oh. was purple and swelling up, yeah, the yeah. triage nurse had put her down as having a sore throat. And, and he said, like, if it hadn't got quiet, no one would have had the, the time to see you because you kept getting pushed back. So, um, yeah, I, I, I got out of we have um, the healthcare system in the moment. I don't really get on with very well. Yeah, yeah. You, you can sort of see why see the US healthcare system yeah. as well. <laughs> so, um, which one's better? Because um, obviously, the US healthcare system, they send you there, and the first thing they say is, well, how are you paying for the service? Yeah, exactly. Um, and I told you, you can literally prove you're paying, they won't even acknowledge you. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's one of those. It's one, yeah, I totally agree. Like, as much as the NHS is awesome because it's free and you do get seen. You also get that. You, you <laughs> It's one of those, isn't it? you get what you pay for. You can see why quite a few people end up going private because 
you don't turn up and they go, oh, it's just a sore throat. It's like, it's not a fucking sore throat, you fucking dickhead. Can't breathe. <clears throat> no, it's just, yeah, it's just, there's a lot. But yeah, 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 exactly. It's just, everything's overworked and I understand that. But um, like COVID isn't an excuse for um, people not doing their job and Dark as that sounds, and obviously as much as I may get. No, I, I agree, mate. I totally it is agree. because at the end of the day, like healthcare is 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 a key principle for people. Like it's something they need. You know I mean, and it's like the fact that there's people dying because doctors and working as many hours or and seeing as many things. Surely, if you're answering phone calls, um, the client should be able to do more calls than you would be yeah. to see patients. So if you only see twenty, if you see twenty patients a day, you should be able to make sixty calls. Yeah, definitely. Because they don't work. Totally they, agree. They, they, they're not making it every day. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know. It, it is. It is what it is. Like I'm not a doctor, so um, if I offend anyone, I do apologize. I am. I just beat people up for living. But um, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You, you get paid for violence. <laughs> you, 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 if anything, you give them. Uh, How more nice business. does that sound? You, you give them more business, if anything. <laughs> Exactly, that, that, do you know what I mean? That is a pretty cool thing. I, I, Entertainment. Vote by me. You're not entertained. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my name on that quote. I get paid for violence. Quotation go. marks. So if you ever use that, I'm suing you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely gonna use that. Definitely do it, do it, and then I'm gonna say that was me. That was I. I said that. <laughs> When you're on, when you're doing your next victory speech, are you going to go down and watch the London card in the, the USC London card? Do you know what? I would love to, but I've got so much on this fucking year. Yeah, I've got one of my best mates' wedding. I've got my missus's cousin's wedding. Oh, I've got a fucking stag do to go on. I've got. Oh no, not a stag do. Oh, I know. No. Fucking hell, as if I'm going to Croatia for a weekend. Jesus. <laughs> How have you been forced to do that? It's going to be oh, terrible. No. They went, they went, Tomo, what are you doing? I was like, wow, well, I don't know if I can do this. And they're like, well, you're going to have to. We're going to, we're going to twist your arm. I'm like, oh, don't twist it. <laughs> my friend, obviously, my age group, my um, my friends are only just, obviously, a lot of people get late marriages the moment now so um a couple one of my friends just uh well i say jess he got proposed he proposed to mrs but a year and a half ago and the wedding's off already so it, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it was a year i think so the stab deal was planned for march um and yeah it's obviously not gonna happen and he's like oh yeah we, we can still go away and all the boys are like nah <laughs> nah <laughs> a, couple, a couple of my mates right they, oh, they yeah. all the time they're like we're gonna we're gonna um we're just going to make up a friend and say that he's getting married so that we can just go out on the weekend without, like, the missus really giving a shit. <laughs> no, the miss- you know, Mark, for what? Yeah. He's married. He's got a stag do. Oh, right. <laughs> but Just hire someone to come and pretend yeah. to be the groom. <laughs> we could oh, do for that. <laughs> I was going to say, here we go. I've given you a business opportunity now. Yeah. Sean, <laughs> fakegroom.com. <laughs> fakegroom.com. 
I like that. I'm gonna pat. I'm gonna pat on that. Make Google it. It's probably it's probably a website already. You know, it probably. Oh, is. definitely, definitely is. Definitely is. <laughs> so tell you what. So now now that you're um injured and not doing anything apart from playing Xbox or PlayStation, whichever which whichever is your PlayStation. PlayStation. Made me sick. <sighs> I'm, a, I'm an Xbox guy. But um any series that you're watching? Have you binge watched any fucking Netflix or Disney or Yes. What's your yes. go to? What's well, your go to? Um, I watched so Disney, I watched the Hawkeye. I watched the series Hawkeye, you know, from yeah. the Marvel Universe. It was decent. It was decent. Um, I watched um, Silent Moon, the Korean one. Um, you know, like the, they had, um, what was the Korean one that everyone liked? Um, oh, Squid Game. The Squid Games. Same people who made that, made um, Silent Sea. It's okay. And then um, I just started watching um, the, the other Korean one that's just been released, um, like, Everyone's gonna die, or you're all gonna die. The zombie one. All right. So I used to watch that because I love a zombie series. Oh, I love it. And then um, Mad got me to watch Euphoria, which um, that's that's um, obviously it's a bit wild. Um, and then there was some um, some murder one we seen that was really really good on Netflix. Um, it's like a but some someone who disappears, and uh, um, they link the disappearances together oh, and stay they close. Chased twenty three years ago. Stay close. That was brilliant. Yeah. I did like that. It took me a couple of episodes. It must have taken me about three episodes, right? And I was like, this is fucking doing my head in. They keep jumping around everywhere. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. This is amazing. So me and me misses what that By episode three or four, because obviously, as soon as they said it was, it was like, oh, yeah, maybe this could be a serial killer. I was like, it's definitely a serial killer, because obviously, it's got to be. It's not going to be this It's definitely yeah. a serial killer. <laughs> and I worked out I didn't work out because you don't know until the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how smart are you? You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. So it could be anyone until the last episode. But I had, I took my guess and I was correct on episode three because me and Mad picked someone and uh, I picked the <laughs> I picked the correct one. Obviously, well, I'm not going to ruin it. But I did pick is, it was, it was. Um, well, I said it was. Go- it was either going to be her or the fucking the boyfriend, the old ex-boyfriend, and that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be the bold bloke that kept like. Appearing, I went. That's not who we think he is. That bold bloke. That's the bloke from the yeah. bar. She was like, "Is it?" And I went, "Yes." Yeah, the bar. But I tell you what, I just finished. I am. Um, I didn't go on. Sorry, before you go, uh, I am. Um, I couldn't Carol. have guessed the ex. The not the ex husband. The actual, you know, the husband's partner. I yeah. couldn't have guessed that. No. Didn't guess that at all. Mad. No. Mad ending. Go on. No. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. the just, literally just finished today when I was supposed to be at work. Luckily, none of my bosses listen to this. Um, was dope sick on Disney. It's about it's about um, it's yeah, true story. It's uh, about um, oxycontin, the the drug, uh, drugs, and uh, how they were basically saying that it was prescribing people. With yeah, it. they were prescribing it, one? but yeah, but they were mm. saying it's like it's non-addictive. Oxycontin. And all this, and they oh, they forged they forged all these all these statistics. They're using a study that was really just an article that a bloke wrote, and all sorts. I was watching it, going, "What? This is true." I was like, "Why do I not realize this?" But there's um, a good one for you. So, my told me this one, and it literally blew my mind. Um, if you get a chance, and for people who are looking at home, research 
the blood doping scandal. Not the blood doping scandal, the dirty blood scandal. Um, or the tainted blood scandal. Or I, I can't remember exactly what it's called now. I've ruined it myself. But basically <laughs> where it was, was um, in, I wish Mandy here so I could ask her, but in like the 90s or the 80s, um, the UK had a shortage of blood um, for hospitals and stuff. So they had this bright idea to buy blood from the US. So obviously, as the US does, when they bought the blood, they were getting it from prisons. So what happened is they bought the blood black and they put it in all different tankers, put a chemical in to clean it and was giving it out to people. Well, they didn't test the blood for blood diseases, hepatitis, HIV, none of these diseases. They didn't test any of them. So say you had a source of blood that was infested with HIV or hepatitis, where they was mixed them in these big containers and cleaning it, it was infecting all the blood with hepatitis, HIV. So this blood they were giving other people was dirty blood. So what they did, because they were giving people the blood, they were giving them the option and said, look, there's a problem. The only blood supply we've got, um, it, if you have it, you're going to test positive for hepatitis C, I think it was, which is really minor. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, if you don't have it, you're going to die. So we recommend you have the blood. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, well, if you want the blood, you need to sign this form. And it basically says, look, because we've infected you with hepatitis C, we're going to give you like five grand. Um, and then that's obviously, that, that, that's going to pay for the compensation. So they would all sign in these forms and they'd be like, oh, ask this them, oh, by the way, you you also infect you with HIV, yeah. hepatitis, you're going to, and you, you're going to die even sooner than before. Because they'd signed the form, they were screwed. So like, um, the reason I was studying it in a law group was because at the minute it's going to trial and they're trying to find out who's at fault and it's super hard to find who to blame because it's obviously um, it's the people who were in, in, in charge yeah. of the time, they end up retiring or resigning and things and it's like uh, it's hard to blame individuals because they all blame the organisation and things, it's just ridiculous. So um, yeah, they did, they yeah, did, There's well, a scene in that, in that um, dope sick where they've got one of the reps that sells it to the ph- the pharmacy rep that sells it to the doctors. So that's how it all fucking works, isn't mm-hmm. it? And he's basically decided that he doesn't want any part of this anymore. He's got to the point where he's like, this is, you're, you're changing the goalpost each fucking, like they started off just giving him 10 milligrams and then it's 20, 40, 60, 80, and then it's like 160 milligrams. And it's like, this is ridiculous. And, yeah. he, and he basically, they said, right, um, you can walk out of here now and you get your uh, severance pay of 75 grand, but you have to sign this non-disclosure agreement and you can walk away with it or we're just going to sack you and you get nothing. And he's, and he, you don't know if he signed it or not because it cuts like this. And he's like, fuck it. It's the fact that they just put it on the table and, you, and he went, oh, I'm going to take it to my lawyer to look over it. And they're like, no, you're not. You either sign it now or... You do it here or you leave. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it, I was like, well, it was um, synthetic heroin, wasn't it? Um, yeah. I can't remember what it's called, but that's one of the big drugs in the US. And um, they used it as a cure to heroin addicts, and it basically was more addictive than heroin. Yeah, it's madness. The opioid crisis. If they all got from Afghanistan. Epidemic, yeah. Chasing the dragon. Yeah. That's, what, that's what people think, they will. And why did we go to war with fucking... Afghanistan. It's not definitely wasn't for terrorism. Got nothing to do Drugs with the opiate amount of poppies that Money. they've got over there. Gold and the amount of gold they had, the amount of oil they had. Madness, mate. It's all madness. And now we're going. And now, and now, fucking hell, mate. Freedom. 
fucking <laughs> and now we got Russia kicking off or not kicking off as they're saying. Sorry, Russia's always kicking off. No, they've they've sent um, thousands of troops, what? hundreds of thousands of troops to the border of Ukraine, and and Joe Biden and America have gone. Well, if you do that, it's an act of war. Then you got fucking us going. Well, America said it's an act of war. We'll do it. I'm just I'm sat here as fucking Johnny Nobody now, thinking, can we please not go to war with Russia because they don't give a shit. They will blow everybody up, and we'll all be speaking Russian. Which will be difficult for you in your Welsh accent. Or North Korean. <laughs> or North Korean. Yeah. Either or. Old, old Kimmy's going to jump in the bandwagon and start <laughs> yeah. throwing uh, grenades around. Do you know what I mean? I don't want no Russian sauce, mate. Don't want it. <laughs> don't want none of that. Funny one. <laughs> I, I just wait and see. That's the thing, innit? It'd be like um, Red Dawn all over again. Yeah, I'll tell you what was funny. I saw a, a meme that popped up and I was like, can we all say thank you to Russia going to the border of Ukraine for curing COVID? <laughs> Mate, there was a new arms war. There was a new arms war. There was no wars. So um, all of a sudden there was the the vaccine rush. Um, yeah. uh, it was ridiculous, do I mean? But um, again... Uh, I'm not against or for vaccines yep. or anything like that. Oh, it's just I'm exactly the same with you, mate. Freedom of choice. Freedom of choice. You either have it or you don't have it. It's up to you. But also, don't try and force me to go either way because I'm just going to tell you the fuck up. It was the whole thing, wasn't it? Um, you need a vaccine to protect yourself from a high risk, but then you also have to make sure uninfected people. Yeah, have the have the vaccine to protect you from them, even though yeah you're vaccinated against a virus that they're going to infect you with, and it's just sort of like yeah, it's it's fucking madness. Uh, you, what? Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> and, sorry. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? But then, yeah. but then so, you um, then it all goes crazy, and you get a certain bloke that tries to old Neil Young pops up and wants to cancel fucking Joe Rogan. <laughs> just a just a disclaimer on that as well before someone starts trying to cancel me. I am actually vaccinated as a USP um, to make sure that I had to get home. I had to get vaccinated, so you can't cancel me because I had the needle in put it in my arm twice. Makes them the Dragon Jones. Do you know what I mean? The Cage Warriors are already canceling me, so I need to uh, uh, need to stand up in my game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I still remember. I, I know we spoke about it. I, I remember putting the comment in I was like the disrespect on his name on this is fucking outrageous I did like it he had, he had fucking two belts you cunts <laughs> yeah, no one cares about that anymore now that was that was so 2020 yeah it is mate it is unfortunately hey. tell you what there's some um, some good fighters on this London card don't they I saw Jack. Um, yeah, Jack but I was there. on the London card. I was on the London card before my knee up. I had to pull out. They offered me an opponent and everything. And then uh, it was a perfect opponent for me. I was super excited to do it. And then now, yeah, no, no, no. Now you can sit and watch like us laymans. You know, I'm open if the USC give me tickets because, again, uh, USC are quite tight with their tickets. So um, I did meet um, I did a podcast with MMA on point the other day while it was a watch party. And I met. Um, Soul from Chasing Status, one of the Chasing Status DJs. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, he was like, I, I, I got tickets to USC. And then, are you, are you going? I was like, I've asked for tickets. So, but 
We'll soon find out. <laughs> we'll soon find out. <laughs> Possibly and probably not. But yeah, hopefully I'll see you there. He was sound. He was really sound. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. Do you know what I mean? I think it's one of the things I go start winning some fights. They'll give Darren Till tickets. They won't give me tickets. Yeah. Is he is Darren Till injured or is he just not fighting at the minute? Apparently, he's trying to fight. Um, the guy who's trying to set up for him to fight is injured. So um, ah. he's got to wait a little bit. Who knows? Yeah, so it's all about matchups, isn't it? It is. Um, obviously, I did see good matchup for Jack Shaw on that card. Um, yeah. and I am hoping to be up there to support him because, uh, yeah, him and Corey. Corey's there. So yes. It'll be, it'll yeah, be good luck. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously, Corey's trains that team up, mailed me a lot. So she's come out with a shell. Yeah, so it's good, mate. It's good. It's... <laughs> I still think it's fine. I think Darren brought it up as well um, when I spoke to Darren last. He was saying how they think that all Welsh people have got my, miners, miners' blood and miners' strength. You all worked in the mines. They haven't, they? <laughs> they all of you. They? Every single one of you is a descendant of a miner. <laughs> uh, and, and, until, you're, uh, until you turn four, they have you in a mine anyway, crawling through the, uh, the tunnels. They still do that now. Do you know what I mean? It's just a... Uh... Exactly, so one of them things. Whoever gets the surface survives. <laughs> that, that, week. It's, it's like a, it's like Sparta, isn't it? They send you all down there. The ones that come up are, are the chosen ones. Fight so. the walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they've got but, nothing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, mate, honestly, my um, my grandfather was a miner, and then my great grandfather on the other side was a bare boxer. So, oh, well, there you go. It's then. just you know what I mean tough on both sides. Tough, mate. Different breed. With a, built, with a capital T. Built different. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I can have that tattooed in there now. Built different, tattooed in there. Yeah. And then, and then you can crack an egg like they do on TikTok. Like, built different. I can't do that. My bicep end big enough. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> it's all, it's all like that. So, <laughs> it probably was, but now, now, you, now you've um, you've gone into like civvy... Eating, eating fried chicken mode. You can't eat fried chicken, are you? Nah. I just, I had, I had cake left over from Christmas that we froze, gluten-free yeah. cake. So we got out defrost it, and I was just eating cake for breakfast. Um, Why yeah, not? Breakfast, Why not? lunch, dinner. I, I have okay. to see some abs, man. Ah, look at that! Look at that! Look at him! Almost. Almost. I'm going to bother, mate. I'm not even going to bother doing that. I'll put all my viewers off. All, all two I just of them. How furry that stomach is, I do. I'm, I'm furry all over, mate. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a fucking Ewok. Yeah, okay. I seen something actually. This, this will be funny. You'll appreciate this. And um, uh, childish. Some guy with his missus, and um, because he, um, she cheated on him, he wanted to get back at her. He put um, posters up everywhere and put a phone number on there, and it was a uh, um. Chewbacca competition to win a grand. So if whoever left the best Chewbacca, Chewbacca impression would win a grand. <laughs> so people, she had literally just calls going off on her phone all the time. Uh, people leaving Ewok of, and Chewbacca voicemails and making the Chewbacca sounds on her phone. Right. I just thought, honestly, what an absolute, yeah, what an absolute active act. What a brilliant thing. Because it is harmless, do you know I mean? Obviously, I know you should be giving out some mobile number, but it is harmless. You just wake up with like 1700 <laughs> Chewbacca sounds on her phone, Jimmy. Funny. Fucking brilliant. Funny, funny. That's fucking brilliant. One thing I have to bring up to you 
base because obviously he went to the beefy boys. You saw Little Brown and the beefy boys. What was yeah. that shirt about though? What's wrong with my shirt? <laughs> was it was it shit shirt night or? No, that's my, I love shirts like that. Um, I, um, actually, I had one I did with, I did a viewing party with, uh, what, yeah, viewing party, watch party with Forrest Griffin, and I had a shirt on air, and uh, Danny Castillo, uh, one of the coaches in town, messed me, and was like, what the hell is that shirt? Uh, I, I'll say the same to you as I said to him, no fashion if it took your teeth out your head, because I look <laughs> awesome. Only you could pull it off, though. If I wore that, I would just look like a cunt. But because you're Mason the Dragon Jones, you can wear shirts like that. It's like a rule. You just got to roll with it sometimes, Jeremy. And I, and I like the fact that after your last fight, you you brought that up. You're like, it's the dragon. Where's the where's the, the gone? I hate it. Mason, Dragon Jones. It's like, but no, where's the there? Do you know what I mean? I need it, I need it to be, I need it to be instated. It's, it's the dragon. Do you know what I mean? That's the whole thing. Just doesn't sound the same calling me Mason Dragon Jones. It's just a bit gay, do you know what I mean? No, like, there's anything wrong with that, but just put the D on there, do you know what I mean? It does sound better. It does sound better. Put emphasis on, on the name, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Put some respect on my name. Do you ever want to put it at the beginning? No. The Dragon Mason Jones. I think meant the Mason Dragon Jones. I was thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> the dragon mason jones yeah but like it's it's easy like it's more theoretical like, theoretical like, like iron. where it's like theoretical no theoretical or whatever it is um mason the dragon jones rather than yeah, i get it dragon mason jones you just like mason jones there window yeah say so, say so, on my massive stage of the white collar boxing my nickname was at the, at the front so it was Grass this. What the, was that? I'm the tank, can I? Ankles. Ankles. Sean Ankles Thompson. That's what it should have been. Sean Fatboy Thompson. The tank. Nah, the, the tank. tank's a good one. The tank's a good one. Because I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna call him out for it, but obviously Jack Shaw is just tank, isn't it? Jack Tank Shaw. Jack Tank Shaw, yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, get he was big, wasn't he? As 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 a kid, or well, not a kid, as 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 a young teenager, they um they used to um reckon he looked like Tank Garbutt. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant it is. Oh, that's brilliant. Good. So they used to call him Tank. Oh, so yeah. um, they, I remember when I when I knew him when we was in the kickboxing club together, everyone always referred to him as Tank. He was like 12, 13, and everyone was like, Oh, you know Tank. Yeah, I know Tank guy. Yeah, Tank. You know, Tank. And then now, see, he went back to just being called Jack and then Jack Tank Shaw again, so. Yeah. Yeah, but mine, came from, mine came from football, funny enough. Really? <laughs> yeah, from playing football. Um, I was playing a game and I went on a, a cra- it was a crazy run. It's got a fantastic goal. And they went, fucking hell, Tomo, you're just like a tank, you are. And it was like, hey, he's a fucking tank. I was like, yeah, built like a tank. Tomo the tank engine. Tom of the tank engine. That's it, mate. You know. He knows. <laughs> what's your What's your plans then? The week. Any so more? I got um, S and C uh, three days of the week. 
think it is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then Thursday, I'm seeing physio before SC to get my knee brace removed. Okay. And then I got cardio on Friday. And then um, some light exercises on Saturday because I start doing more from Thursday. So, uh, yeah, start picking it up and start getting rid of my gut. Start getting back fit and strong. Um, I have been trying to do chin-ups, but she keeps telling me off because obviously doing chin-ups is fine because your feet come off the floor, but you have to land back on one of your legs. And obviously try and make sure I land on my left leg all the time. She said, not only are you overcompensating, but if you land on your other leg, she's going to shout at me. So I'm not allowed to do chin-ups. So um, we're doing like press-ups and like loads of seated exercises, like floor press and different yeah. things and everything that really does put weight to your legs. And then loads of calf exercises. So we be doing loads of calf um, calf extensions and this and that and loads of like body weight exercises on my calves just to build my calves and hamstrings up and different things. Well, that's something. They should do something. something. I did a bit of skier. Yeah, yeah, mate. I, I can't deal with not doing something. It drives me up the wall. Um, Christmas, like I said, I was, um, because they're 23rd, um, until the two weeks after I could actually release the brace because I was like, couldn't really do anything with it and it was sore. Um, I was just, like I said, down. Let's go with down. I was, I was low. Yeah. Lower than a snake's belly. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're, when you're finally injury-free, you'll be as high as giraffe pussy. Um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan, stand up. That's not my, that's not my joke. Um, but yeah, it's, oh, we didn't actually talk about that, did we? About Neil Neil Young. Spotify thing. Is it Neil Young or Neil yeah, Diamond? I, I, Neil to, Young it is. I think, yeah. Neil, I think it's Neil Young. Yeah, trying to cancel road. But I've seen some fucking conspiracy things on that. I've seen some conspiracy things. So he, if you Google it, he's actually sold half of his music to a company. I don't know the company. UK Productions, we'll call it. Who is also yeah. owned by another company called Black productions in america they and they're owned by a company and they're owned by the ceo of pfizer yeah Yeah. obviously rogan has called out all these pharmaceutical companies so is it them trying to get him it's fucking madness but also it's freedom of speech just like he's always said and like everybody says if you don't like it don't listen Exactly what I was going to say. If you're not interested, then switch it off. It's not exactly like you're forced to live into it. Listen to it. You're tied to a chair. I'd rather not be forced to listen to Neil Young's music. Not that I even Me. knew what music he did. If I'm honest, no, it's past my age brand. Yeah. Oh, past my my age brand. What I would say is, um, this is one of the things that do my head in about um, obviously d- democracy because. Everybody is so adamant about democracy until they don't agree with the decision. And yes, so they don't agree with the decision. Yep. They're against democracy. It was like, obviously, we go back to the vote um, leaving Europe and obviously um, the vote between Labour well, between and the Conservative in the election after that, where they literally, uh, they was happy with it until there was protests after because they didn't agree with the result. And like, they didn't like it. I fully understand that, like, it wasn't none of the, like nothing I voted against everything that happened, but um, like it wasn't, it wasn't for me, but I'm not going to vote. I'm, I'm not going to protest democracy because what do yeah. you get if you vote that? Well, what's exactly. the other choice? Um, dictatorship, do you mean? I've been always saying that for, for ages, mate. I was like, well, on one hand, you, you lost and you obviously haven't accepted that you lost. So you're gonna argue and 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 fucking disagree. Protest. With 
But then it's like it's the old people it was. Yeah, but then it's like if it was the other way around, would the other side have done the same? And it's like I don't think the other side would have if for example we'll take Brexit. If we had voted to remain, I don't think the ones that voted leave would have gone, fucking this is outrageous. I want to recount. It's like, no, oh, all right, cool. We've we're gonna remain. And it's just, I don't know. There, there is crazy time we live in, mate. And there's only small groups. Like, yeah. like, like we know, um, as you probably know now, with your status going up and up and up, everybody's got a voice and everyone's got a, an opinion. And it's like they want you to know your opinion. So here's a good one, Phil. Opinions like assholes. Everyone's got them, but not everyone wants to see it. Yeah. Or eat it. Um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking army human eyes. 100%. Uh, but yeah, you're, uh, you're all right. Cool. It's fucking madness. Yeah. I, I had um, I had a bit of a back and forth with a fucking dickhead today. Going back to the... um. The Greenwood thing. He was. It was on Facebook. It was. It was fucking ridiculous. So he's. he's Mate, never argue with an idiot on Facebook. I know, but I enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> but I put. I put something right. I'm going to find it and I'm going to tell you what he did because it's fucking wound me up. I haven't called him a cockwomble and everything. Where is he gone? Unless it's been removed. No, it hasn't. Banned for bullying now. I probably will be. I've been, I. I got. I got a shadow ban on Instagram. Uh, for calling someone a mong, Mate, um, Max Griffin got um blocked, uh, for well, almost banned, almost lost his account on Instagram because he shared a video of some guy getting hit by a car. Oh, so basically, what happened was someone has shared the images and the voice clip of what happened, and this bloke, yep. I'm not going to call his name out because that's a bit harsh, he's put that's bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, that's another another chick hustling. So I put, what are you on about? And he's put, that's how they use celebrities. They hustle. Wise up, man. I was like, hang on, he's got blood all over her face for a start. And then I literally just put, he tried to rape her. Get a grip. And he's put, she, she was Mason's girl. Not that Mason, by the way. Mason Greenwood. 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 Yeah. And then I put, it's still rape, you fucking cockwomble. Shows the type of man that you are. And he's put, she was his girl, you midget. I was like, for a start, right, I'll take offence. I'm five foot six. I am not a midget. How fucking dare you? <laughs> like a power dwarf. Yes, I am vertically challenged. I like to use the term combat midget. Um, but yeah, I was like, this shows favorite, the type He's done well for himself. Guy is though that he's obviously gone. Well, it's his girlfriend, so it's all right. It's okay that she said no. Then he's allowed to. He's allowed to. I mean, doesn't matter what she says. If his girlfriend, he can do what he wants. That's good. That's good, Jeremy. Fucking morons. Fucking morons. But yeah, like you said, don't get in in, uh, arguments with people on Facebook. Or I had another one, mate. Is what is a good one for you. So I saw this reel and I thought, yeah, I can sort of see both sides. But also he was saying um, we shouldn't limit kids on tablets and technology because that's the way that the world is going. 
They need to use it. Yeah, that's yes, my, I know. That was my face. I was like, mm. but also they're my kids. I don't want them to be sat on a tablet all day. I'd quite limit like usage to be doing other stuff. And this bloke has come back to me. He went, well, esports and things like that are a big thing now. <laughs> and I put, should we not call them esports though? Because it's not a sport. And he was like. And it, it was literally a back and forth like this. He was like, well, it is because they get paid millions. I went, they get paid millions to pretend that they're Ronaldo on a computer game or on the next UFC. They're pretending to be Mason Jones on a UFC game. You're not Mason Jones. Mason Jones is an athlete that is doing it for real. He's a sports person, an elite sports person. You play a computer game. That's like saying, yeah. that's like saying someone that plays Call of Duty is a soldier. You're not. You're pretending to be one. He didn't get that. He did die like a hundred times a game, do you know what I mean? <laughs> he, he, he didn't get it. And he was like, they're even thinking about putting esports in the Olympics. And I was like, and then he said, like, that's like saying netball and something else. I can't remember the sports though. It was netball and something else that is generally a sport. He was like, it's like saying that they're sports. I was like, well, they are fucking sports. Playing a computer game isn't a sport. Yes, you get paid well for it if you're good at it. Crack on. But don't don't be coming at me saying that they're fucking athletes and shit like that. The only thing I, I would say on that, because obviously I understand how um, like it is the modern era, and I, I do sort of agree with some of the stuff you're saying. What I would say is, if you go into that, it can't ever be the Olympics, because how would you put esports in the Olympics? Because which games are you going to put in? Is there certain games? Like, why are those games different to other games? Like, what field, right? games are you going to put in? I mean, like, yeah, but like, the, if they do like a shoot up, um, I don't know, a shoot up, um, a strategy jet game or something else, like, which shoot up are you going to print? There's well, like yeah, hundreds of them. Said. When that's, there's new ones out, you just keep changing their. Yeah, that was one of the things that I said. I said, like, you're playing a game and you're good at it, sure. But putting that into the Olympics, you might as well put chess and checkers in there. It's. But. But yeah, I was like, I was not having it. I was not having that one. Not having it. <laughs> so you're pretending to be Ronaldo. You're not Ronaldo. Fucking almost lost it, man. Show me a cock. Mate, have you seen how good this connection is? Now it took us an hour, but now it's firing away. Oh, now, do you mean no delay? The lot. About? My Wi-Fi must have picked back up. I think. Yeah, it is, mate. It is. So it's taking an hour. It's mad, isn't it? Have been on an hour? How long have we been on? We have been on. Shit. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. It's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. It's weird because like sometimes I can have a conversation with like say yourself or or Darren. When I've Darren's the worst. So if I do a podcast with Darren, it's the connection is shit. And it's and he always goes, Is your connection that? It fucking isn't. Oh no, this was definitely my connection. I told you that. It was definitely mine. Yeah. But that's why I say I said to him, um, fucking definitely isn't my connection, Darren William. He's like, it is. I was like, well, it's not because I spoke to someone in fucking America and it was golden. Perfect. No yeah. I speak to you in Hereford. It's like you're in the third world with a bowler in fucking. And then for his water, yeah. Well, that's that's the disease I get vaccinated for. If there was an Ebola epidemic, I'd be first in line to get a vaccine. That that disappeared quick though, didn't it? You know, sixty percent kill rate. It's because it's Africa, and then obviously uh, it's, it's because they, they just, got they, they just let people. Well, they just shut them off in 
like that's that's the thing is like you don't see a lot of arms. Like obviously Pfizer, this is a good one. I don't really get. I try not to stay away from political discussions, and unfortunately, COVID vaccines are <laughs> political discussions. But Pfizer is they've actually been charged twice with war crimes for testing um, vaccinations on kids in Africa. Oh, yeah. Oh, so lovely. they just people forget about that. Do you know what I mean? They do, mate. They they fucking gloss over so much. It's horrible. Like, like we'll go back to the the fucking program. I watch the dope sick stuff, and it's like they were mm. more concerned about making a billion dollar profit than they were that the fact that they just killed four hundred thousand and ruined so many lives. Ru- yeah. Like more than the deaths, they're ruining lives. Yeah, there was the one of the main characters in it is a doctor, and he basically loses his fucking doctor's license because he he gets in a car accident breaks his ribs and they subscribe him his oxycontin oxycontin yeah and he's like i don't really want that is there anything else they're like no this is the best thing you can have and then he gets fucking addicted to it and he fucking loses his license it's like you're ruining lives and you don't give a shit because you've got your fucking mansion your fucking dollar bills money makes burger out mate always the bottom line Makes a good world go around. It does indeed. Got line. Still got to remember, mind sex trade's one of the biggest trades in the world. Still, um, considering they can they can track a man from the other end of the planet, um, and they can they can blow a guy up in a cave. Um, but yet the sex trade's still rife. Uh, and the reason that is is because it makes so much money. Yeah. It's, it's the Epstein, the Epstein thing. Yeah. So the Epstein story. That's a Dirty brilliant documentary. Money. If you get to watch that. Yeah. Filthy I mean, rich. Like. Filthy rich. It's just it's dirty. It's horrible. Money makes the world go round. It is, mate. It's fucking it is sickening. It is sickening. And it's a bit like um it's loads of little things as well that sort of it makes you think what the fuck. Like, for example, we'll we'll take Jimmy Savile, for example. Or should we say Sir Jimmy Savile? They fucking knighted him. Like he was an uber pedo. He's horrible. And then even yeah. now, the only thing I never understood about that was like, why didn't why didn't like how not not so much why, but how could they get away with it so long and be buried for so long, and that the fact they didn't allow it to come out until the day he died, and it was just yeah, you know, it's, it's he, lot, he's one of those, don't it? it? You look at him, you look at him, and you go, you're definitely a non. He looks like one. Oh, and there's so many things like even down to the um, oh, what's his fucking name? The bloke that does all the Jimmy Jimmy Threw. No, not Jimmy Threw. Louis Threw. He does uh, loads of documentaries, and he he did two on um, yeah, he did two on Jimmy Savile, and like both of them, you're like watching it, and you're like, he is disgusting. He's a horrible human being. But then you fast forward now to like this set of knighthoods and you got fucking Tony Blair getting one like that man is literally a war criminal he sent us to war with Iraq I miss it so my missus law class and um, they actually listened to a speech by Tony Blair and uh, she literally said after it she said like for someone who managed to convince a population to go to war um, and like did the things he did He's a very boring person to listen to. Like he wasn't inspiring. Like you expect someone yeah, yeah. to be able to get the pipe out, do you know what I mean, and start playing and be able to go to dance to his tune, do you know what I mean? But he was really boring. 
He's a bo- he's boring. He's a fucking dickhead. But yeah, he sent. So then you got the why did it happen? Yeah, all money, mate. All fucking money. money. But the, I I didn't realise until I was ch- chatting to one of me one of me pals down the pub. There's like a like a I don't know if it's a written rule or an unwritten rule, but apparently all fucking um, prime ministers will end up being knighted at some point, no matter how shit they are. It's it's like ugh. like fucking Boris now with his fucking cheese and wine. <clears throat> at some point, Big B, Big B, fucking mate. B. I like I like Big B. Just do you mean like you wouldn't trust him to run a pub, would you? No, mate. I what I want to be is a fly on the wall when he has to go and visit the Queen whenever they're allowed to. I don't know if he's been since, and he has to stand there and apologize for the fact that none of her family could go and see Prince Philip be fucking buried or cremated or whatever he was at his funeral. you got to say that to the Queen. Not to mention... Like, While he's uh, smashing cocktails in a party. Yeah. Not to mention the thousands and possibly millions of people that lost loved ones over this pandemic because you're having yeah, your fucking cheese and wine. And all you did was say sorry. It's like, sometimes that's... No, he, first of all, he said he couldn't remember it. He couldn't remember that happening. That's probably he's fucking hung over. <laughs> Money. The best thing I saw was when he was doing his first apology and he was saying, he was like, oh, Mr. Speaker, I just want to apologize. And then it sort of cuts, and then you hear someone in the back. So obviously, they've got mics everywhere, haven't they? And you hear him go, <coughs> wanker. It's like he didn't even <laughs> disguise it with the fucking cough properly. He just went, <laughs> wanker. funny as fuck, man. But he literally is a walking meme, isn't he? He's a fucking. I like Boris. I do. He's funny as fuck. I did so like funny. him. I did like him up until like. Well, you remember, mind all he is a figurehead. Like this is the thing yeah. I always say. Like they don't do anything. They don't have any power to do things. Like I understand people will say like they do and they will. It's like no one's like they are and they do. But it's the people in the people in the background who want to really it's, it's the, the one who's got the leverage and mate. the money. Like. Like, well, use Rogan as Rogan's always said it's a popular popularity contest, yeah. And you notice that they'll make all these fucking promises and then they get into power and then nothing ever they, happens, they don't because they've got all those fucking look at Theresa May. Theresa May, um, one of the um sort of fundamentals she was into is they was going to legalize weed and then uh, all of a sudden, then she did a complete U turn on it and that uh, no one understood why. And then they was like, oh, right, that's why your husband's a 20% shake shareholder in the medicinal plant in Manchester, which is the biggest in the world, medicinal grow in the world. Medicinal. Med- medicinal. Med- medicinal. medicinal. Well, I'll, medicinal. I'll use that one for you. Medicinal. I can say that one. Medicinal. Most of the time, my face stops working with big words and I can't do it. I just get stuck. I got stuck on the Ganu during the watch party. It was like six o'clock or five o'clock in the morning. And I got stuck on uh, Nagano, and uh, people were coming and saying, "Run away, he's going with that." Thank you, bastards. I was like, "Fucking hell!" What uh, do you make of um, yeah. Nagano's fight with um, the fucking big French mate, bloke? Mate, I pretty surprised me doing what he did. It surprised me. It's very, very good. Like, I understand it was boring. Like, I want to see him tee off and just knock each other out. Yeah, but at like, the end of the day. The Gano for him is more not just about winning the fight and getting paid and staying champion. Is the fact that he gets the 
like he gets the power to change things up now. He got a power in his hands, do you know what I mean? But um, so the yeah. guy can win the way he did. What exactly. I will say though is if Dan had been a bit more experienced, uh, Gan would have won only because um, he would have won the fight if he hadn't dropped that leg. Well, I say that, but two of the rest scored it um, four, um, four to one uh, against Gan rounds. One of them added um, two to three, which is why I added I had uh, two to three. And um, I think that Gan would have won the round if um, he hadn't dropped that heel lock and if he'd stayed in top position and maintained top. But then I say that, um, the Ganu did a beautiful butterfly sweep, which is something I blew my blew my mind. Do a butterfly sweep from bottom in Nogi, yeah. like that. Unbelievable. So yeah, like he did a lot of things really well. Um, did you say did you see Save um Nogomedos finish as well? I didn't, mate. I literally I was going to work and it was yeah. I, got I was into, obviously awake. I got my um, I got it. into my office and put it on and it was Second round, I think, of the Ngannou fight, so I missed most of it. But and I was, yeah. But I, I was, I was impressed. I was like, I know a lot of people. Uh, you could call them. I remember, like a lot of. You could call them whatever. Yeah, a lot of people. They're like, oh, he's a heavyweight. Appreciate it. And it's just a brawl, like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like well, you. Sometimes at the elite level, you're not going to get that. You just got to win. Gonna and win. that's what he did. Figueiredo and Moreno. Um, I was. Unfortunately, really impressed by Figueroa because he won Morano to win, but um, he did exactly what he needed to. Um, he literally had a good game plan going in, and he stuck to his game plan, and he just outmaneuvered Morano. And I understand it was close, and it was very, very close. But um, flyweights is usually a guess. Either a, a finish, or it's going to be a very close decision because they both got that speed and that power. But um, I do believe Figueroa won. He was close, mostly. Due to the, the calf kicks, he swept the legs with the calf kicks three or four times and put him down. And um, obviously, they they are drops, like whether he wants or not. Like he's dropping him with calf kicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if it was any any if it was boxing and you got dropped, you're dropped, and you know, it's a fucking ten eight round. Yeah, so, but that's the strange thing isn't it, with with MMA is the scoring. It's like it's, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because sometimes they still. Is it is it the judges that are like fucking boxing judges or whatever? And it's like you guys Mate, are... I ain't gonna comment on judges. Comment <laughs> 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 on judges. Yeah, we're fucking. Yeah. Why couldn't they get ex like ex pros to do it? They do get some good referees. To be fair, it's just um the thing with that with MMA. Um, I don't know about boxing, but with MMA, is different states have different rules on scoring criteria and different things, and different states are more likely to score different things differently. And you're sort of trying to like it just it's changing all the time, and the way we score things is changing all the time. And you get these decisions that slip through the cracks, and and they do go, and it, it just is what it is. When things, and we always say the same thing: if you leave it up to the judges. Then you are putting it in, in the hands of basically what our gods do. You mean like it, they can yeah. they can go whichever way they fancy because they people see what they want to see. Yeah, and then obviously people see things differently, don't they? Like like you just said, it's like I will say um, for people at home, um, cage side it looks completely different sometimes to how it is looking on the TV. Because I've had fights um, even in the arenas, um, I've had fights where they've locked. 
a lot closer than you watch them on the TV screen and they look they, they look on the TV. Mainly because like when you're out there and you're looking from a distance, like you see punches that are coming at you and different things, and like you see the defense and stuff. Whereas in the when you're watching from the side, you can't really see them so much. So when you get a good camera view and you actually see from that distance, it, it, it makes a hell of a difference. It makes a hell of a difference. Yeah, and I think they've said it on um a few of the other MMA sort of podcasts that I've listened to and, and whatnot. Yeah, they think that the judges should be like you said, in a in a different room, you might say, what watching it during COVID, especially because like I still am adamant that my fight would have been different if the commentary was not the my debut against Mike. Yeah, I am adamant on that because the commentary did 100 percent sway the certain decisions. But again, is that correct or is it not? Who knows? It doesn't well, matter. I, I lost, know because I watched it. Is what it is. But yeah, it's like. Stick them in a room with, with like no crowd sounds, no commentary, so they're literally watching it. That's it. Whatever. I don't know. Fucking, I don't. I don't fucking know. I'm not paid enough for that. So I'm, I, no, exactly. I'm not even in my, I'm not even in my lane. There, I've gone out of fucking security work, out of the podcast world, and I'm now a fucking pro judge, referee, MMA fighter. So. Mate, everyone's a fucking critic. They are, mate. They are. <laughs> oh, most of them have never been in a fight in, in their lives. In their fucking lives. Fucking madness. But anyway, Mace, I'm going to take up any more of your fucking night because it's 20 to fucking You're 10. Winning, I'm fucking tired, so I do apologise. No, no, no. I'm... I appreciate, I obviously appreciate always having me on. Um, and again, we do need to do this in person. It's been our proper bounce and chat. Um, but yeah, mate, I really enjoyed this and uh, glad to see you well and the family's well. Um, obviously, I'm not really shout sponsors or anything, I've done this enough times. Um, I'm not in the mood today, but um, you know what it is. Uh, you I will, know. I will. So, this one here, oh, yeah, Kent CBD, yeah, that's my actual sponsor, an actual one winning. Nah, Ken CBD are brilliant, mate. So I'll do this one for you. So um, anyone who is looking to friend, anyone who, who is looking to sponsor the show, please get in touch. Um, obviously, uh, I know Sean is always looking for sponsors to help support the show and take the show to the next level. Um, so help the man out, get a man doing this full time. And uh, yeah, thanks for watching. My man, my man, Mason the Dragon Jones is coming back for his title of guest of the year. I got, I got a feeling he might get it. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers. Ah. One of these in a couple of months, anyway. We'll have to do it more than once a year this time, so we'll have to get another Definitely, one. Mate. Definitely. Always welcome. Always, Always welcome. I'm glad I sent you that. All you got to do is that. All you That's do is right. I've got Mason Jones's phone number, so in your fucking faces. Um, nah, Mace. Genuinely, always a prim- Always an honour and always a privilege to have you on. You're a fucking gentleman. Appreciate it. Thank you, mate. Have a good night. Give you guys a good night. Enjoy. Thanks. Bye.